1: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective. 2020 on Vision.
0: As we do on a Tuesday, like to check in on the latest breaking news headlines as they come from Israel and more broadly throughout the Middle East. But there's big stuff that's been happening in the nation of Israel and it looks as though... Even Benjamin Netanyahu may not hold his position long. Well, Ron Ross has been scouring the headlines overnight. Got the latest for us today. Ron, a special welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Ron, let's talk through some of these major headlines. A unity government is proposed for Israel. Yamina party leader Naftali Bennett says it'll be better than a fifth election. What are the headlines telling us?
1: Yeah, well, on Sunday night, Bennett declared his plan to enter a coalition with Yeshatid Chair Yair Lapid in order to form a unity government. Now, you've got to understand this is the right and the left joining together. The unity government, which has also been referred to as a change block, would be composed of parties spanning the left, the centre-left and the right, acknowledging the likelihood that Yamina Party voters will feel betrayed by his decision to join forces with the left wing, Bennett promised that each side was making serious sacrifices in order to create a viable government. He said partnering with the left would not cause the government to drag its feet at a time when a military operation will be needed, adding that each side has veto power over a number of hot-button issues. Bennett, in his own words, said that he and his friend Lapid disagreed on a number of issues but both share a love for the country if we succeed we'll have done something huge for Israel Bennett said if not we'll know that we did everything we possibly could
0: well it's not all cut and dried from what I understand and there's more headlines saying unity government not so fast the parliament speaker Yarev Levin may postpone the vote as Benjamin Netanyahu's Likud party threatened to torpedo the move. What's this one about?
1: Yeah, it's not hard to find a headline in Israel, is it? <laughs> Knesset, uh, Knesset Speaker Yarib Levin will likely use his legal right to postpone the special Knesset session for a vote of confidence and swearing in the new government for as long as possible in an effort to prevent it from being formed, according to sources in the Speaker's Likud party. By law, once Yeshed Atid leader Yair Lapid tells President Rivlin he can form a government and that'll be today or tomorrow, the special Knesset session can be held 24 hours after all the coalition agreements have been submitted. But Levin will consult with Prime Minister Netanyahu and decide to use his right to delay the special Knesset session for seven days to maximise pressure on the parties forming the government. Levin has the legal right to delay the decision by a week. One of the sources said it's not playing a game with the law. It's understandable that we want to torpedo the formation of this government. Well, all
0: this happening too, Ron, at a time when there is a ceasefire holding uh, between Palestinians and Israel, and uh, there's new reports that are out and there are headlines around this issue saying Hamas coordinated the Gaza war with Iran and Hezbollah in joint military rooms. Uh, what are the stories telling us here?
1: A report published by Al says senior leaders of the Gaza Strip ruling Hamas terrorist organisation and the Palestinian Islamic Jihad Work reportedly in close coordination with Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard and Hezbollah to discuss military operations during the 11 days of fighting with Israel. The editor-in-chief of the Lebanese daily Al-Akbar, Ibrahim Al-Amin, said during an interview with Hezbollah-operated al Mana TV that the Iranian Revolutionary Guard, Hezbollah and Hamas, set up a joint military operations room in Beirut during the May hostilities. The channel's report said that el Amin claimed officers from Hezbollah, the Iranian Guard and Hamas coordinated the military confrontation in Gaza. According to a May 27 analysis by the Mir Amit Intelligence and Terrorism Information Centre, they discussed the fighting with the Hamas head, Ismail Haniyeh, the Iranian uh, general, praised the acts of resistance against the Zionists and emphasised Iran's support for the Palestinians in the light of the aggression and crimes of the Zionist enemy.
0: Well, in some sense, uh, isn't it common sense that you might think uh, that the coordination of the attacks on Israel might be happening outside of Gaza? given the idea that a war room might well have been a target there for the Israelis who were defending themselves. A, it's alarming. Another headline, Gatestone Institute reports on the persecution of Christians from April. What's this one about?
1: Yes, in a video released on April 17, Muslims connected to the Islamic State in Sinai executed 62-year-old Nabil Habeshi Salama, a Christian. Salama appears on his knees in the video with three men holding rifles standing behind him. The one in the middle launches into a typical jihadi diatribe, all praise to Allah who ordered his slaves to fight and who assigned humiliation for the infidels, pointing contemptuously at the kneeling Christian. The words are a paraphrase of Quran 929, which commands Muslims to fight the people of the book. They are, of course, Christians and Jews, and it says until they pay the jizra, the monetary tribute. In a separate incident on April 3, in the streets of Minya, a Muslim man butchered a Christian woman and her toddler son with a machete, as if he were slaughtering chickens, said an eyewitness. And those incidents were both in Egypt. Meanwhile, in Nigeria on Sunday, April 25, Islamic herdsmen launched a lethal terror attack on a Baptist church. The Fulani herdsmen came to our village as the church service was on. Jacob Bala, a church member, said, They surrounded the church and started shooting. They came at about 9 o'clock in the morning and they rode on motorcycles. They shot at us randomly and at anyone in sight. Jacob's uncle, Zachariah, a medical doctor, was shot dead. And five worshippers, including Jacob's sister-in-law, stepmother and niece, were kidnapped. In a separate but similar incident, Muslim herdsmen attacked the congregation of an Anglican church. Eight people were killed and four women were conducted. The complete report was compiled by Raymond Ibrahim and can be found on the Gatestone Institute website. It covers the Middle East, India, Germany, Greece and France. And I included this because I believe we need to be constantly thanking the Lord for the freedom we have in this country and interceding for those who don't.
0: Well, there is certainly always that need to stand in solidarity with Christians who are being persecuted wherever in the world. Uh, But this idea of standing in solidarity starts with uh, being in prayer for brothers and sisters under persecution Uh, Let's finish on a, a high note today, Ron. Restarting tourism in Israel, and Israel's welcomed the first foreign touring group since March
1: 2020. How does the headline look? Since March 2020, they arrived at Ben Gurion Airport last Thursday under Israel's new framework for reopening tourism. The group, made of 12 students at the Concordia Seminary in Missouri, Are Christian pilgrims led by Pastor Tom Zelt from the Prince of Peace Church as part of their study program? Israel is healthy and vaccinated, the Minister of Tourism said. He said restaurants, hotels, concerts, markets, and sporting venues, everything is open. And he said, You are the first organized tourist group to visit Israel in over a year, and you're the first group and uh, the one of many. He said, Israel is an attractive destination with unparalleled historic and religious sites, sacred to three religions, vibrant cities, amazing food, and warm, warm people. And I agree
0: with him. Not likely Aussies will be there for a little longer yet. uh, But anyway, great stuff again today, Ron. Thanks so much for filling us in, updating those breaking news headlines. Appreciate you very much, and we'll talk again next week. Thanks for being with us on 2020.
1: Thank you, Neil.